Welcome to Upchuck Theater. We watch the nonsense so you don't have to. With Dustin Hummel, Rob Mikowski, and Aaron Krieger. We spare no film on our vomitous scale. Come waste an hour or so of your life so you don't waste another one. Sit back, relax, and throw up. I fly the Arctic Weather Patrol. Last month, I was out in the middle of the strait when I came across this. Congratulations, you found a boat in the middle of the ocean. What do you think a ship like this could be worth? Depends on if we have the right to salvage it. I do know one thing, sea gives you an opportunity to take it. Yo Murph, I think you should get up here. It's an ocean liner. It's the Antonio Grasa. Any sign of what might have happened? Nothing. No passengers. No crew. No captain. No mention of anything in the ship's log. What do you make of that? The Porsche. Oh. <laughs> I think I saw All something right, I cut. couldn't possibly... Let's cut the trailer. All right, so that was the... <laughs> that was enough. So that was <laughs> so that was fifty five seconds of one of uh, Ghost Ship's many trailers, and that's what we're going to talk about here in this uh, inaugural episode of this podcast. So uh, I'm Aaron Krager. I'm Dustin Hummel, and I'm Rob Mikowski. On the delay, and uh, yeah. so we're going to talk about this movie uh, from two thousand two, uh, an instant classic. Well, before we get into that, maybe we should just kind of just introduce ourselves and why we got together to uh, to talk about this horrible nonsense. All right, All right Dustin, go ahead, kick <laughs> well, it off. Well, I met uh, I met Aaron and Rob maybe about two years ago, and we were all kind of united in our love for bad movies, and. Um, there were just some movies, I guess, that we came up with that were just too bad to enjoy for all of us. And uh, sometimes there was one that somebody enjoyed more than the other person. But uh, that's really the brunt of our podcast. Uh, brunt. <laughs> we just uh, we want to uh, kind of let everybody know. Yeah, well, yeah, educate the public on just the nonsense that's out there. Right, before you have to spend your hard-earned money. And, and you know, you have... Well, or bandwidth. Or bandwidth, <laughs> <laughs> which we do recommend that you download these illegally before you actually purchase them, if you so choose. That's a good way to start off. <laughs> there go all of our potential sponsors yeah. in the future. Yeah. So we were, uh, you know, so we were debating on what we wanted to do. And, you know, other, you know, other podcasts obviously have done the same. Same kind of thing, and you know, some of them talk about good movies, some talk about bad movies, some talk about really, really popular movies that are, you know, from the '80s and that are just, you know, kind of terrible. But you know, a lot of people love them. Apparently, this movie has a cult following. I don't, I, I don't subscribe to that cult. I don't know where that cult lives. I don't know, you know, what they're doing. Um, but uh, we figured that this was a great place to start. I have a funny story about this movie uh i saw this in the theater actually my uh, my good friend eric many many years and i we, we used to go to the low budget second rate theater to see second run movies and 
this was the one that we saw one day, you know, $2 back in 2002. <laughs> $2 too much. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Eric is someone who will appreciate this kind of podcast because he loves bad horror movies. That's kind of his thing. He's always kind of just had this love of really bad, cheesy kind of, I know what you did last summer kind of horror movies. And so it became a joke with several of us in a group that knew each other that Eric would just keep buying copies of this movie and that they were hidden around his house and he had 30 copies of it on the shelf and under his bed and all this stuff and he never of course he never he's never actually bought this one he refused to buy this one because we were convinced that he had it so for a long time several of us kept saying that we were going to buy this movie for him for his birthday every year over and over and over again and nobody followed through with it and then I finally did this year and he's going to continue to get a copy of it for the rest of our lives oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you know, before anything else, I encourage everyone, all five of you that will listen to this, I encourage you to Google Ghost Ship. Google this movie. Now, there's a, there's one from 1952. This has nothing to do with that. Um, but Google Ghost Ship and then go to images because the poster for this movie, this is where the epic nonsense begins. So it's a picture of the ship with, you know, skull, you know, you know, hollowed out skull, withered skull. And it says, see evil. See is an S-E-A. S-E-A, evil. Very C funny. See evil. Yeah. Uh, see evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. will see evil yes. if you watch this movie. Yes, clearly. That's, uh, you know, so anyone that really saw this. That should have been a sign. I don't know. Um, well, here's the problem. I, I don't remember. It came out, what, 2002? 2002, yeah. I don't remember seeing a lot of play on local um, stations to uh, promote the movie. It might have just been because I was not looking for it right. or um, it just didn't appeal to me. But I don't remember this really getting a big marketing campaign. I don't either. No. Um, pretty... I didn't hear about it until today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor Rob. This was his first viewing. I had seen it once before when uh, I was in college, probably about 13 years ago. Um, and I I don't remember a lot of it until I watched it again. And I'm kind of glad that I don't remember yeah. a lot of it. And I'm hoping I forget yeah. a lot of it tomorrow. Too. Um, um, you know, but it's an interesting movie. I mean, it's got a lot of people who ended up. You know, going on doing something with their lives. I mean, you know, yeah, Yeah. Isaiah Washington, (laughs) Carl Urban. It's got Gabriel Byrne, a fine actor. Juliana Margulies. Yeah, yeah, and Um, they 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 all were all here. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody want to attempt to try to give a plot synopsis of this movie? Well, I think Rob had the best uh, the best interpretation of the plot. Yeah, I, I, yeah, 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 I, I, I liked yours the most, so go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I like bad movies in general. Right. I like really bad movies, but this is even beyond my taste. Right. This is this goes beyond bad. And it's going for somebody who loves bad movies. Um, plot. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, remind not, me again what start, that was. Start with the opening sequence because I think we we're all in agreement that the opening sequence is oh, quite yeah. kick ass. Yeah, that's the whole 
That's the whole movie. movie. Yeah, it's really. Well, is. I mean, you know, it starts out with the "I Dream of Genie" script and font, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, it's got yeah. this whole like you know vintage pink kind poodle of... bullshit. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was Disney's Titanic at yeah, first. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or Disney Poseidon Adventure. I mean, anything would be better. Well, yeah, yeah, that's. But true. you know, it kind of starts out with this old-fashioned. You know, the music is playing, and we kind of we, we we come up on this. You know, this this luxury liner, and uh, it's kind of like a ball is going on, and everybody's in fancy dress, and you know, there's this little girl who is clearly on her own and kind of just sitting there, and she's bored, and then that comes into play later in the movie too, and uh, then you know we see the hand. The hand of doom. Yes. The mysterious hand, and then all hell breaks loose, and this wire snaps, and, and vivisects everybody, pretty much. And uh, Bloody Disgusting actually listed that massacre as number 13 in their list of top three, 13, excuse me, top 13 kills in movie horror history. I, I'd have to say that, yeah, I out of a lot of the mass gross, gory scenes that I've ever seen, that that one probably tops my list as the coolest. Oh, yeah. Um, just the way that they shot it, mm-hmm. and they didn't, like, immediately vivisect, which yeah. I think was kind of cool. <laughs> there was just this long kind of pause, and then we started seeing people's bodies slide into two. Um, but not the little girl. No. Not the little girl. I don't understand. I mean... She, she, she was below the height She limit. must have been below the... <laughs> she but, couldn't ride the ride. I, mean, I don't understand why some of them got more towards their neck. Right. And then everybody else was just, like, right below the waist. Well, what don't you understand about that? Well, I just... I, I, that that girl should have had at least the top part of her scalp taken off then, right? If it was going at the same... I don't... I, don't. I would assume as the wire hit people, maybe to adjust It was just height, jumping up? Possibly. Yeah, maybe that's true. Or it's, you know, movie magic. I mean... I don't, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not understanding what you're having trouble with here. I mean, it's... You know. I just thought you would have got, like, a hair taken off or something like well, that. We've Then you ruined the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, okay, all right. Well, all right. So, so the rest of this podcast will be logical. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> anyways. Well, he, anyway, after that awesome scene, yeah, we, we cut immediately to a big, um, uh, like, a, a, it's not even a freighter. It's just like an ocean kind of salvage ship with yeah. a lot of tires on it. There's a lot of tires, tires on this ship. A lot of tires, and it's yeah, deadliest catch. <laughs> really, that's what it becomes, you know, it, it deadly salvage. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Right. And so then we're, you know, and it's 1962. This opening sequence is in 1962. So 40 years later, yes, we have Captain Sean Murphy. We have Maureen Epps, Greer, Dodge, Munder, and Santos. Um Clearly, uh, you know, going in order of ethnicity. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, so they're celebrating this, this this hall that they just got. And, you know, there's these small wads of money on the table and they're all happy and they're all drinking. And, you know, they're in, they're in a very, you know, hearty har har kind of place. And uh, then Jack Ferryman approaches them. And he's a weather service pilot. And he says that he's spotted this vessel. I think he says he saw it twice. And uh, it's in the Bering Strait, and it's in international waters. He notified the Coast Guard, even though he's Canadian, <laughs> and um, which I guess is fine. Right. And, uh, you know, because it's in international waters, 
it's open to salvage. You know, it's it's like a drug dealer who, who runs out there because he's he's eluding the FBI or whatever it is. So, um, so the Arctic Warrior, the uh, the tire infused tugboat, makes its way out there, and uh, eventually they almost crash into. Well, they do crash into it, don't they? And they yes. send the uh, the poor man's uh, Owen Wilson overboard right. for a minute there. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and so then they they're here, and, and then we're on the Antonia Graza. Right, and I'm, and this thing is massive, and I'm pretty sure it didn't show up on the guy's radar until they hit it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that's kind of the thing. I mean, the guy's like Blair and Mudvayne, and he's right. looking through the Call of right. Duty that's goggles, right. yeah. and you know, you know, it's like Call of Duty goggles mixed with like Airwolf's radar, and uh, then all of a sudden, it just kind of screams up there, and, and, and we're we're left with this giant, giant, massive ship, and I believe it uh, it was modeled actually after the Andrea Doria. That's uh, another fun fact. And, oh, okay. uh, so yeah, so it's this big giant ocean liner, and so they uh, and apparently it's a close replica of the SS Andrea Doria. Oh, okay, and all right, mentioned cool. in the special features on the film's DVD release. Oh, for God. all of you that want to buy it. Yeah, well, and um, yeah, but I'm sure your buddy Eric can tell us all about that. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, so then you know, so then the salvage operation begins, and um, you know they kind of walk around and. They see things, and then, you know, not too long into this, they start hearing noises, and, you know, everybody's seeing things that are a little bit different. Right, right. But Epps is the first one to see the ghost um, after Munder falls through a rotten portion of the ship. Right, right, right. Um, so Epps is kind of like the gateway character, if you will, to right. open up this whole ghost. And everybody else starts seeing ghosts as we go along. Yeah, she sees Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz <laughs> on, the, uh, on the main stairs there. Yeah, but um, the audience, though, you're showing something before that, though. Um, oh, yeah, right, right. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because, because just like you will be about 20 minutes into this movie... Uh, the what the girl was playing with before the vivisection, uh, she's playing with kind of like a, a, like a, a puzzle glued together Scrabble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's and uh, you know, so then that says I am so bored. Right, which is I am quite so ironic. bored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then you know, it says welcome aboard after they all walk by it, and uh, you know, of course, board is spelled wrong, which I guess we're just letting go, or are we just letting that portion go? Right. Well, I think it was because at the beginning of the movie it was bored with B O R E D. She said, "I am so bored." So right. they never changed the. It's, right, so stu- they it's stupid. Yeah, they couldn't change it. I mean, it's a. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Maybe it was a move. I don't know that. It, it's a weak plot device to move us forward into the ghostly territory. Well, but special effects could move that many letters. No, that's <laughs> well. I would think that it's you know. I mean, wouldn't it be a vowel, you know, piece? Wouldn't it be able oh, to shift okay. around? Like Maybe they just didn't do it. I mean, is that because it's like an idiot kid? I don't know. I mean, yeah. no, well, that's young. just that's just a lazy writer. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the telling moment. Yeah. 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 So anyway, they start seeing these ghosts um, and shit starts to get real. Yeah. Um, dead magnetic compass. Dead Rob, magnetic Rob, compass. Yeah, Rob had a big problem with the, with the compass going dead. Well, how's a mag- how's a mag- how does a magnetic compass die? Right. I don't know. I mean, that's... 
I don't know. That's just me. I guess maybe one could say that the ghosts are fucking with it. I I, I have no idea sure. where they're going with that. Are they demagnetized a magnet? Well, it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> tying in. It's kind of tying into the whole idea that you know that they might crash into the seals on the rocks. Yes. Yes. You know, oh, so, yeah, they the seals, so they don't know. Yeah. So they don't know where they're going. Uh-huh. You know. So if the compass dies, they can't tell their direction. Right. You know. They so can't. dead compasses save seals. Yeah. Well, no, it's going to be dead seals because oh, they don't know where they're going, right? right? I, I, mean, I think it's... the director had a dead compass because <laughs> <laughs> there was no direction on where no. that particular portion was going. No. But the the brunt of it was that um, Jack Ferryman wanted to take, what was it? It was 10% at one time and then went up to 15%. Well, no, 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 no. He wants 20% of the take and there's no negotiation. Right. And so right. then they ask him, you know, Gabriel Byrne, the, uh, the captain, Sean Murphy, he asks Jack Ferryman to go stand in the corner while the crew talks amongst themselves very loudly yeah. at this, at this yeah. bar. While he's five feet away. And so then they call him back and, you know, with no, there's no explanation of anything. Uh, you know, Gabriel Byrne says, uh, you know, you can have 10%. And he says, no, nope, no deal. Other people will take it. And the guy says, well, no, that's it. All right, go somewhere else. And then Jack Ferryman says, fine, but I'm coming with you. And they all laugh at him. And then he's on the boat. Right. So, I mean. But ultimately, when they get on the boat, they find out that the boat has a little bit more than just the boat itself to be cashed in for the, you know, the whatever, the reward. There's actually a bounty of gold, right. quite a lot of right. gold. Right. Um, so there's what it, what it really is is there's a cache of Toblerone bars, <laughs> like <laughs> golden the, Toblerone, like the giant Toblerone bars that you can buy at like duty free stores, you know. And uh, you know they're like eight pounds and they're like murder murder weapons. And um, so they find these massive Toblerone bars, and then they realize that something's going on. And that, you know, that could be, you know, the, the, the real thing here. Because they're, they're looking around. They're not really seeing much to salvage. There's an old car. There's a couple other things. But it really looks like it's kind of a dead end as far as the salvage team's going to go to make money. And then they find, you know, they find this gold. And uh, the mission is now to um, take the gold along with the ship back to... right. Um, get the reward and right. get the money and repair the ship. Right. Well, now, now, now we need to we need to interject because Isaiah Washington, who plays Greer, yeah, uh, who is third in the list here, he, um, you know, he wants to do the right thing. He wants to call Marit- the maritime police or whoever that is, Coast Guard, the, uh, Coast Guard. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's in international waters, so right? Right. Thing, yeah. But he wants to notify whoever that, you know, they're here. He wants to tell people their position, maritime law. And Gabriel Byrne says, I know maritime law. And he tells him to put the phone down. And, you know, so, you know, he is kind of the moral compass, of course, that also dies. At some <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, very, very soon thereafter, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're yeah. questioning um, Greer's motives yeah. and morals. And morals definitely. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so there are several moments where he has the opportunity to tell someone about it, you know, what's going on, where they're at. And, you know, there's always some reason that he doesn't do it. So, um, you know, after a series of supernatural events, this is from Wikipedia. The group decide to leave with the gold, but an invisible force sabotages the Arctic uh, tire ship. 
And, uh, you know, so then Santos. Yes. Let's talk about Santos now. Let's talk about Santos. Who talks to his Cadillac in a photo and then takes a load of oil in the face. Uh, You know, he's back down in the engine room and, and, you know, mysteriously. What was the line when he took the oil in the face? I wrote it down. I don't remember. It was so, oh, yeah, no, no, no. It was was good. You were still sweet. You're so, oh, yeah. so sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what you would want to say after you just take a shot of oil right in the mouth. I've yeah. never said that. <laughs> I'm usually swearing when I get hit by oil. Yeah, right? But uh, Santos is the guy who was blurring the mud vein, who crashed into the ship in the first right, place. Right, right. So, you know, you have to take him with a grain of salt. So, basically, yeah, the sabotage is that one of the ghosts releases the propane feed right so they're off the ship yeah right so they're off the uh the 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 grazia Uh, whatever it is yeah they're off the antonio grazia so they go you know some unseen force you know sabotages the uh you know the tire ships uh you know engine room and then it blows up and then you know santos is uh Obliterated, basically, on fire, but then flies into the ocean. And and, and let's talk about this scene for a moment. So you know, so he's there. You know, Greer is up in the, you know, in the, uh, you know, in the navigation, right? You know, wheelhouse. And and so you know, he presses the button and it blows up. And you know, the little girl. You know, Dorothy there is trying to warn, warn you know, uh, yeah, she's trying to warn Epps about this. And, you know, then, of course, it doesn't happen. And then she, you know, Epps goes tumbling overboard. Someone tackles the girl. Did, did you, did you yeah. see that? Yeah. There's another ghost. I, want, I wondered if that was, a, yeah, that was a ghost, right? Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. And uh, then Epps falls in and then bad Owen Wilson jumps in after her, right? Is it Bad Owen Wilson? Yeah, yeah. Bad Owen Wilson Dodge. Yeah, yeah. Slash Dodge. Yeah, and... Um, becomes more of a key player later. So, you know, that happens. But what I really liked about this sequence was that they really did it like in the 80s. Like, it totally came out of like a Die Hard movie where it like blew up. Yeah. And you saw it from four different angles at different levels of slow yeah. motion. It was a really big explosion. It was, yeah, it was a massive yeah. explosion. It cuts the uh, it cuts the tire tugboat in half. Right. You know, you have a dead Mexican. Yeah. I mean, you know, so... I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like they put all this ingenuity into, like, three scenes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's where the budget got blown was those three scenes, and then the rest of the movie was just like, eh, let's find out what else we can do and, and piece this together. And then Epps does the <laughs> Superman jump from the yes. boat right, right. Yes. into the water. No broken right. bones. She yeah. just falls, like, uh, it's got to be at least 60, 70 feet. <sighs> more than more that. Than, uh, maybe, like, yeah. 100. Yeah, that's had to be at least 100 feet. Yeah, oh, man. And, and she just, like, bobs back up and says, uh, you know, how you doing? Where's everybody? Yeah. She has a great ass, so I mean, that, that's, yeah. what, that's the buoyancy part of it, I guess, right? I mean, that's, that's what saved her. Yeah, totally. Um, I, I I mean, I guess it's convenient because now the, um, the, the thrust is that they have to be stranded right. on the Antonio Grazza. Mm-hmm. Right, and then they've, they've, they've realized at this point that they're sinking. You know, right. the, the ship is taking on water which it hasn't been doing for 40 years. Uh, well, they said it, it may have struck a rock a couple weeks before Oh, right, that. a week ago, right, 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 which is right, the dead compass, right? Right, <laughs> right. But they had found out, going back onto the Grazza, that maybe there was another 
um, group of crew right, that the digital watch. Them. Right, right. right. The digital watch. They the, find a digital watch. Oh, yeah. which, yeah. Right. Do the math. I mean, that's... that's, that's <laughs> well, uh, they didn't have digital watches back in 62. So, so do the math. Yeah. yeah. So who is there? Yeah. It was another crew. Right. And we see their floating bodies yeah, a couple of scenes them. later. Yeah, yeah, right. they fly out. Yeah, in the, in the laundry, laundry room. room. Yeah. 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 Um, do you notice how, like, Epps saw the little girl but never said anything about it for a while? Well, I think she brought it up. Was it to Ferryman first? Because Ferryman's the one who's like kind of always around her in the beginning. And she does allude to it once or twice. Right. Well, you know, I mean, Gabriel Byrne, Sean Murphy, there, the captain. You know, he's hearing things as soon as they get on. You know, he's he? hearing, yeah, 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 because he keeps that saying, shut up, shut oh, up, shut yeah, up. Yeah, right, show some respect. And yeah. the clock was ticking, too. Right, the clock right. was ticking, right. it stops, it, you know, it, it, you know, it scares Carl Urban. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Carl Urban. You know, and of course, of course, the captain <coughs> has to go to the Capitano. Yes. You know, the, the cabin. cabin. The cabina de Capitano. Right, and, you yeah. know, and Greer, Greer just kind of looks at him and goes, all right, yeah, Captain, you, all right, Captain. Capitan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> no oh, captain to captain. I mean. yeah, yeah, no problem. Right. Buddy. Right. Um, so, I mean, we'll just kind of fast forward it a little bit further into the synopsis real quick. So, a lot of a lot of the crew starts dying. Um, seeing things. Seeing right. things. Dying. Dying. Um, yeah, a lot of the seeing things... The go the ghosts are manipulating how they see things. Yeah, it's kind of like it, it, it's one of those things where it's you know you're going to see certain things because you want to see them or where your you know where your mind's at, what you're trying to get across. Right. Um, you, you know, it, it takes after other movies in that respect. We were just talking about The Shining. Yes. And you know, uh, you know, The Shining. Yeah. There's, there's some really good qualities to that movie. I don't think it's a great film overall. I think it's got some great parts to it. But that's the kind of thing, you know, whether you read the book, which is unparalleled, or you see the film, or you see the, the remake that they did what, 10 years ago, they did the four-part series or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, that story, you know, that kind of plays into the whole idea of you're seeing what you want to see or what or where you're at or what your psyche is doing. Um, you know, this just kind of, oh, cool, we found some beans and then they're maggots. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't, <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, it, it, it's not really getting to that level of, uh, you, know, what are you, you know, what is going on here? What are you trying to say? Uh, yeah, I think where, yeah, there was some definite sequences in there that had set the atmosphere and was a little bit more suspenseful. Um but the payoffs were incredibly, I thought, cheesy. Yeah, well, right. I oh, they're mean, weak. They were very weak. Very weak. Yeah. Very weak. Anything that a modern-day horror movie would just, like, use as a throwaway, I guess. Well, do the math. Like, I mean, it's 2002. Scare. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> do the math. They were... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know if they were trailblazing or they were just uh, kind of recycling old memes from old movies, probably. A lot of that nonsense yeah i i didn't see much originality no no no, not at all no no and i mean you know they come at it from such terrible angles you know like uh like greer you know he's the cynic throughout the whole thing and then he says you know what 
Let's abandon this ship. Let's build a raft. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Let's now, build mind a raft. you, yeah, mind you, there's two hundred to three hundred million dollars worth of gold, right. and Greer, who wants to, you know, have this great life with his fiance, right. who he mentions numerous times. Numerous times. times. We right. have to. We even have to see a picture of her ugly mug. Oh yeah. Oh hey. yeah. <laughs> and uh, next thing we know is he wants to, like you said, build a raft and go back. You know. And leave all of that, probably because he's spooked out and all of this stuff. But still, just highly implausible for his character, I think. Right. Um, so anyway, this you know, like we said, there's a lot of ghostly activity. They're seeing a lot of things. They start dying one by one. I forget who goes first after Santos. I think it was was a Greer. Yeah, I think he goes next. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have this lovely sequence of Greer having uh, the ballroom recreated uh, with Francesca, and with Francesca the lounge singing. And this is the Greer. Girl. This is the Greer trope. Yes, he's the one that's got the fiance at home. Right, right. right. Well, Santos had the Cadillac. Yes. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, right, fair right, enough. Right. I, I mean, if you want to go with that, yeah, yeah absolutely. Talking to his but Cadillac. here's but here's Greer's trope, right? He has the fiance at home, right? And he has the quasi ghost romantic relationship or attempt thereof, right? Been well, done before. Right, well, but, that's, well, that's the seduction. Exactly. Right? That, that's how the ship is trying to seduce him, uh, and that doesn't really, and that's not really explained either. It's not explained why people are being seduced. It's not really explaining, you know, what's the point here. But clearly, that's supposed to be talking to his inner. You know, lust. I mean, apparently his fiance is. You know, it's been months since they've been home. He says that way back right. in the beginning. Oh and, yeah. And, and the, one of my favorite quotes is, "You can't cheat on your fiance with a dead girl." With a dead girl. <laughs> right. Which so, yeah. he then begins to make out with Francesca, Francesca, whose real name also is Francesca. Is it really? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Francesca, played by Francesca, <laughs> and uh, you know, and so. That brings me to the next point, is that, you know, the ghost rules change based on where we are in the movie. So, yeah. you know, Gabriel Byrne, Captain Sean Murphy, is in the Capitano suite. Right. And, of course, he has to pour... Well, well no, first he, he grabs a drink that's yep. already poured. Yeah, yeah. And he looks oh, yeah. in the mirror and he sees the captain and he drops the glass, which doesn't break. Yes. And um, which I guess pure, is pure crystal though, it looks well, like yeah. You know, I mean I guess that's actually maybe more accurate because so many times in movies or T V shows you see glass break. Yeah. And glass is actually very strong. Yeah, forty year old you know, crystal glass. Well yeah. do the math. Yeah, I don't that's know. That's true. I mean but but you know, more times than not, if you drop a bottle or something like that from just a few feet, they actually don't. It's usually more robust. Right, right. I don't know. And one can argue that maybe the floor of the ship was just so rotted and shit like that sure. that it just didn't carpet. Oh well, yeah, the carpet. Yeah, that, that's what I assume. But anyway, so he sees this other person in right. the mirror, and that was something that I wondered too. I said, you know, maybe mirrors are going to play a part in this movie. No, 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 just, no, no. You know. just wasted opportunity. You know, but to your point though, Aaron, where you mentioned. The, the Shining earlier, I found it interesting that he has the conversation with the captain. Right. And there's another there's another thing that was ripped from another movie. Like sure. you said earlier, it talks about memes from other movies. Yeah. Well, here it is. I mean, doesn't... doesn't uh, 
Jack Torrance have a conversation with the old caretaker, with yeah. the old caretaker, yes, and the bartender, yeah, right. and the bartender. And then right. you have this scene here and this one is the same right. thing. See, that's what Nothing I mean. Nothing original. I, yeah, I feel like there are definitely things that are that are pulled, you know, and it's like, yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense. But but there's no malevolence there. See that, and, and that's the other thing. So you know, the ghosts have different rules, yep. based yeah. on who they are or where they are or what they're doing. So there's also this you know concept of purity. Right, you know, and then again, there's the concept of, of what does it mean to you? So, you know, so Apps has this, begins to develop this relationship with the girl, with right. the young girl, you Dorothy. know, Katie. and Katie. <laughs> Katie's Katie. a real name, yeah. but Dorothy, we're going to call her right. for the rest of this. And you know, so Katie leads her along to different places, and of course, she leads her to yeah. you know her cabin, where you she's, know, yeah, we see teddy bears and yeah, we see yeah. pictures and we see like. I don't know. They're then liquid. we see her hanging corpse. Well, there seemed there, there seemed huh. to be a picture of like lifeboats and people like happy yeah, on lifeboats. Yeah, yeah, right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. And then we open up and we see that she's dead. Right. She opens up a closet. Epps opens <coughs> up a closet, and um, Dorothy's lifeless body swings forward, yeah. and she screams. Obviously, right. And yeah, then, this was supposed to be a jump scare. I was not scared. No. Uh, um, there was two or three, and we didn't jump. Right. I, I just. Uh, I don't know if there. It didn't seem like there was any underscores that developed the tension where you were about to jump. Well, that's what I mean. There's no. There's no real through line here. What are we trying to do? Right. You know. The, again, there's different rules depending on who's doing what. So, you know, I guess Epps is supposed to represent purity. You know, she's supposed to represent. You know, she's obviously the real hero at the core of everything because the captain is a good guy, but he's getting drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Dodge and Munder are, are idiots, some morons. Yeah. You know, and Greer, who seems to be the most staunch of them all, is now clearly being tested, and the Mexican's dead. And the Mexican. So you know, so you know, because then what happens is, of course. Sean Murphy is, he starts seeing things, he starts becoming just, you know, very, very mistrustful of people, um, but then he's also revealed the truth, which we don't know at this point, but he has a conversation with the captain, Right. captain pours himself a whiskey, um, and, and then he starts seeing things, you know, he starts, his guilt, so right. the ghosts, the, the presence on the ship starts interacting with him based on his guilt. Right. And that whole conversation was just to let us know that the gold had come from another ship, the Lorelei. Right. And was taken aboard. Now was the scene where where the where Katie I want to call her Dorothy. <laughs> where, where Katie's walking with, with Epps and they have that huge flashback. Right. Is that before or after the Captain conversation? That's after. That's okay. after. That's when Katie says, take my hand, let me oh, show yeah, you yeah. everything that happened. And yada, then she, yada. Yeah, and then she touches Epps' collarbone. Yes. And, and it goes like right through her collarbone, but then they go into this magical flashback that explains more what happened after the entire vivisection. Right. Right. Which is done to... I'd love it if we could pull the, the, the song up. Um, oh, God. It's done to... What did you call that? Downbeat techno? Well, it's like tech house something or other. It's called My Little Box. That's the Box. name of it. And it's it's completely inappropriate for what's going on yeah. because it, it ends up sounding, you know, it comes off like a Matrix fight sequence. Oh, yeah. That was the best part. And of it's just part. showing all this murder and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And, it, you know, it really opens up the whole plot. I mean, you, you see what happened. You see who's where, what's where, why's where. 
and the swimming uh, pool scene, the swimming pool, right? You know, and there's a lot of like it almost seemed like it was it was kind of like it felt out of place even then because it seemed like the like a Nazi kind of takeover. It did, did yeah, didn't it? Didn't yeah, it? They, yeah, it really did. You know, the crew or whatever. We see the crew poisoning people, and we see. You know, I'm I'm not really going to be concerned with giving away the plot. No, we're just going to do the whole thing. <laughs> no, we're going to do um, it. You know, but uh, you know, there's like, that that one blonde guy. Yeah, looks like be like the the ringleader of the whole thing yeah, with the big teeth. Yeah, yeah and he looked. <laughs> I mean, he looked like you could pass for a Nazi. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, and I they, mean, even their outfits. Well, yeah, well, right. That the, the uniforms, and then as they're shooting everybody in the pool, and they're shooting above the pool, but then they make bullet holes in the pool. <laughs> yeah, I think they were shooting through them. Th- th- there's a real big problem in this movie with height. Oh yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> height's the big well, <laughs> height's the big issue. I mean, you know, Katie yeah. doesn't get her head taken off. Right. They shoot above the pool. Right. Um, Epps know. jumps from the top of the bridge into the water. Right, right. But she has a buoyant ass. We, we oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. That, There's an explanation for that. Um, <laughs> you know, but it, oh, there it is. You yeah. know, and I guess I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe you know we're jumping around a little bit, but I, I, I guess it's it's all about it's still about intention, right? So you know, this is all going on, and Greer is dead now. Yeah, right. right? And, and so what happens with Greer is, of course, he he falls. Seduct into seduction, seduction. Excuse me, with Francesca, who lures him backstage. He falls uh, for. Her. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she undresses. You know, you know, there's this guy. He's drunk. He's looking at this like lipstick stained picture of his fiance. And then the chandelier, oh, yeah. you know, re, you know, it becomes almost anthropomorphic, and it comes up, you know, and all of a sudden, again, like in The Shining, you know, we, oh, yeah. we have this yeah. ballroom that comes alive, and you've got, you know, the token black guy being applauded by just a group of uppity white people, <laughs> and then, you know, and then Francesca, you know, the woman in red, and she's, you know, she's very attractive, and she kisses him, and that's where the dead girl makeout thing comes in, and then she gets naked, because, yes. I mean, what else would you do? And then she kills him. She she lures him. She He falls right. for her. He, right, right. He falls down this great shaft. And impals himself. And I think she says punta. Does she say punta? I think she does, yeah. yeah. But she, she really? And, uh, is, is there punta in Italian? I, I, I don't know. You know, so, but I guess we could look at that and say that her intentions are bad because she's a bad character. Yeah. You know, she turns on the bad guys and well, kills the bad guys. Right, right. But that still doesn't explain why she can be kissed and the little girl... Things go through her. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the intention part makes sense, but again, the rules change depending on what 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 the script calls for. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I didn't really notice that until you said it, but now it all makes sense. Right. Now it all makes sense. So, I mean, that, uh, I, I guess, you know, that scene was, was well done. Oh, yeah. I, sure. I, I yeah. Thought, I, no, I, I kind of, th- uh, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, the Greer scene? The Greer scene. Okay. The, the whole, I mean, the whole recreation of the ballroom was, was kind of cool. And uh, um, I, I think the fall down the elevator shaft was um, maybe not original, 
but oh, okay. <laughs> but oh, well, definitely cliche, but effective. Effective, yeah. I, I mean, you don't want to like see Francesca take his head and like snap it or something like that. You know, it, it wasn't one of those things. Is yeah, she, yeah. What? Keep justifying. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Keep, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not just. It's just. I. I think that with some of the later deaths, especially. Um, like Munder. Right. Well, yeah, but Munder's death is great. Well, yeah, no. Well, don't I, jump ahead. Just stop jumping ahead. No, okay. It's, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, Everybody just hold on. Do we have. Munder's coming next, though, right? Well, Munder's we, after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, no. No, because uh, Murphy. I'm, oh, Murphy. Right. Right. So do we have my little box? Do we have that queued up? Can we play I, a clip uh, of that? No. You know, I don't, but. Terrible. Um, I'll mix it in. All right. I will okay. mix it in. That will be our outro. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So so basically, after we hear, you know, the Techno Matrix remix of Murder in Village Action, we see Greer, and we see him, you know, spit-roasted, essentially. Yes. And uh, then we go back to Murphy, who now has, it's been revealed to him, you know, what's going on, the bad guy. We don't know this yet. But, you know, we, we see who the bad guy... Well, he sees who the bad guy is. Right. And then, you know, kind of circling back here, he sees Santos. He keeps seeing Santos. Right. You know, that's the guilt. That's what the ship is doing yes. to him. The yes. ship is talking to him with his guilt of, of losing a crewman. And, uh, you know, the, the Santos is actually Apps. Yes. Know, he keeps attacking Santos, but it's actually Apps. Right. And then Jack Ferryman saves the day and butt ends... You know, Gabriel Byrne there. He butt-ends the captain, and right they put him in a fish tank. Yes. The aquarium. The aquarium. The aquarium. They put him in a fish tank, and... Uh, they keep him in there because right. they think he's gone mad. Right, he's gone crazy. Didn't he have a conversation with the captain, too, about that? Well, that right. That's what happens just before that. He, oh, okay. That's yeah. where the captain pours a, himself a drink, yep. and he shows him the photos, but we don't see that. That's what we're... Right. So... You know, so then he's put in, and he's you know he's sealed in there. So, you know, the oxygen's got to be. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I imagine it, there's oxygen. I, in I there. guess sure a bubble. We're putting him in a <laughs> bubble. And uh, so then he that's that's there, and then oh shit, we found it. It's on YouTube actually. <clears throat> oh so wow. Let's let's just uh, revisit the whole techno scene. Yeah, we'll take a short break. Vivisection. <laughs> so this is uh, this is what happens when the little girl she starts puts, walking down the stairs, well, screaming her ass off. She puts her hand into Epps's collarbone, and then we're taken through this journey of murder. And we see everything that's going on. We see the cooks. We see them putting huge things of poison into soup. And, you know, you can even see it. It's like, you see it in the soup, but it's like shaped. Right. You know, right, like right, it's right. a whole thing. And we see the poison earlier. We see the old vats of poison that is shown. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a thing. that There's a scene where you can actually see the poison. I mean, it doesn't tell you anything, but you, you see them. 
Because you don't see in the beginning that anybody's dying from poison either. You don't see oh, any yeah. of that, I don't no, think, in the don't. beginning. No, so it's just like, oh, You well, just see the vivisection. Well, it's poison people, too. Oh, wow, these lyrics are magic. Well, you know, people are getting torn apart. I mean, oh, it fits. Oh, yeah. Totally fits. Well, then there's the rat poison, then there's the Nazi style shooting. The pool shooting. Oh, yeah, the, the pool shooting. And the cooks are emptying out. Yeah, the rat poison. Yeah, the rat poison, and there's there's automatic weapons in there, too. Right. Oh, uh, that's right, the uh, handguns no, in the, in the, guns. In the, uh, in the pots and pans. Right. Yep, yep. <laughs> And there's the scene with the car. Right, that comes after. Yeah, so the so, so the vivisection occurs, and the the shooting in the pool, and the poison soup, and everything like that, and uh, the breakdown. So then the bad guys <laughs> they get to the goal. All right, they that's open enough. it up, Wonderful. and then Francesca has clearly been banging, you know, Bucktooth. Yes. And yeah. so then Bucktooth turns on all the guys because they're in the little, you know, the doorway with the gold. So he blows them all away with, like, a Tommy gun or something like that. Right. And he turns around expecting to get, like, blown right there and then by the Jaguar. <laughs> he gets blown. And yes. then Francesca <laughs> blows him, him away. away. <laughs> that, see, that was the best part. Because <laughs> they actually showed the scene. Right. Like, from behind him with the hole through his head. Yes. Uh, that was, yes. That's great. Yeah. And then she gets fish hooked. Right. And then, oh, right. Yes. So then, then we see her turn around and we see... There's this, another guy. There's a guy in a tuxedo. Yep. And she throws the gun down because... She wants know, to embrace him. Because this is who she's really taken him yep. from. And she and, wants his gun. And yes. then... You know, he fit... Yeah. And then he sends down this giant crane... That has a fish hook on it. She gets impaled, and that's good. I mean, that, that that's good stuff. I mean, she takes it right in the jaw. You know, <laughs> hangs there. Yeah, they show hangs it there. Too. He spins her around. A couple things. That's beautiful. It really oh, is. It's, it's fantastic. A good, it's, it's beautiful. And uh, then it's revealed that Jack Ferryman has been the guy all along. Now he hasn't aged. We spoiler don't, alert. We yeah. don't know what. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. That's the spoiler alert. And uh, <laughs> he hasn't aged. We don't know what's going on. Nothing's happening. And then we go back and we see that Captain Murphy has now become a fish in right. the aquarium. Yes. He's drowned. Yes. No gills. No, no, gills. no, no. He didn't. Uh, you know, he was. He, was it? He was amphibious. And yeah. He couldn't come up for air. I mean, you know? yeah, he, and, he looked uh, incredibly fake in there too. Yeah, is it amphibians Sealed. or is it reptiles? Yeah. Which ones need to breathe? I uh, reptiles I need to breathe, it's right? But amphibians, amphibians can go on uh, both yeah. land and water. Yeah, yeah. 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 But they can't. They can't well, just... frogs can go on water, but right. they need to, they need right. air though. They, they need air. Forever. So, yeah. so Gabriel Burns a frog, yeah. and he, you know, and he doesn't he doesn't make it. <laughs> no. And then we see that there's you know we see the the photo that has you know stayed immaculate in yes, forty in water. year old seawater. Mm-hmm. That it's Jack Ferryman mm-hmm. in this black and white photo oh, that un-aged. you know that the captain. You know, yep. showed him, and he still has that same really weird face, yeah. really weird jawline. Yeah, that Jim Caviezel esque, yes, look. Yeah. <laughs> so, so at this point, you know, Epps is kind of I just love Jim. You know, Epps is kind of on to what's going on, so she's looking for everybody, and and now Dodge and Munder, yes, are trying to drain water. You know, they're trying to basically pump out the water. They're yeah. saying to hell with it. We can do this. Well, they fixed the boat. 
Right. Yeah, so yeah. now it becomes, yeah. you know, now it becomes like a feel-good story. So they're, you know, they've, they've hermetically sealed the boat up again. Yeah, yeah. Munder's trying to hermetically seal it. And, well, they do. And, no, no, no. no they do. They does. weld it yeah, shut. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. of them work together. Mm-hmm. And they do this, you know, amazing team bonding thing. After everyone dies and we've all seen and, ghosts, yes. we concentrate on fixing the boat. Yes. Right. We've lost half the crew. But, you know, hey, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And it's right. giant Toblerone bars. Right. And right. so... Uh, so then Dodge and Munder, who always get the crap jobs, you yeah. know, yeah. they they have this, you know, bro game they play where team they bro. always do team, yeah, bro. team bro and they team always bro. do, you know, rock, paper, scissors. And of course, Munder always does the fist and, the fist. you know, and Dodge does, you know, the paper. So, you know, we have a top and bottom situation there. And so Munder, of course, loses. And so because, and, and so they're, they're pumping this water out. Like, everything's great. We're going to be fine. There's that really great shot of the boat from outside where it starts peeing. Yes. And, uh, yes. Uh, you know, and so then... Boat pee. So boat then pee. Munder, of course, loses. And so he has to go under to unclog one of the, the drains. Munder under? Munder under. Munder, Munder under. Munder. And so... We don't understand why the drain is clogged. There's no explanation for that. We don't no. even see like a, an, an ethereal presence clogging right. the drain. But then Munder, Mund, well, he dies good. I mean, yeah, that that was probably my second favorite. Yeah, he after. gets dragged into the wheels. You, you know, had the best line after that. What's that? Chum. Chum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well. Remember in Jaws. Remember right, in Jaws right. when when they're setting everything up with one of the deaths, and it's like the the long distance swimmer, or whatever the guy. Oh yeah, yeah. And Jaws, yeah. you know, Jaws eats him. <laughs> yeah. And then the leg just falls to the ground. It's beautiful. Right. It's right, a beautiful right. scene. Chum. And that's Chum. what that reminds me because Munder goes under and is graded into you know like a fine paste, but his one arm is just left there. He becomes Chum. Yeah. You know the pump the pump clog problem is wrong. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Well, that's a wastewater pump. Normally, oh. on the end of the pump, there's a bell housing gotcha. that acts like a screen. It's a little larger than the pump mm-hmm. or than the hose. Right. And it's got like little holes in it. And it's like a bell, right? And that actually screens and filters anything coming into the wastewater pump. Because you can't have anything going in there because mm-hmm. it gets stuck on the impeller and kill the pump. Right. So, I mean, just from a technical point of view. Yeah. It's this, incorrect. This is why Rob, for all of my movies, Rob is going to be the fact checker. It doesn't matter whether it's waste management, whether it's astronomy, chiropractic, that's my fact checker. So, you know, so Munderchum. Munder, yeah. So Munderchum's done. Yep. And then we're down to... Dodge and Epps. I keep wanting to call her Omar Epps. Yeah. But right. I keep wanting to do that, and I keep that thinking... Was, that was Isaiah Washington. And I kept thinking Greer was Epps, because I kept connecting Omar. Well, she's yeah, a young, she's the young Fran, Fran Drescher. Yeah, right, right, right. So, so younger Fran Drescher. Right. So it's, it's, it's uh, Epps, Dodge, and uh, ferryman. The, the Ferryman. Now and so Apps is trying to explain to Dodge what, what the compass has started working again. Right, yeah, a dead compass. Rob magic was very magic. excited at that, <laughs> and so you know, confused. And they can, you know, they can see they the can seal. See they can going. see they can <laughs> the see seal the seal harbor. rocks. Yeah, and the compass starts working again, and and they're convinced that they can save the ship. And so Apps tries to uh, you know explain to Dodge in you know single syllable words, you know what's going on. And, uh, you know, then Ferryman shows up. Right. And so she, she hushes and Dodge is like, wait, you were just telling me something. And then she tells them not to leave each other's sight. And she gives Dodge uh, a shotgun, shotgun. And she goes off to try to blow the ship. Because, yep. you know, 
Where was the shotgun earlier? We do, no, no, no. We see the shotgun, too. In, in one of those shots, remember with the C4, when they're loading everything onto the... Nothing nothing bad has happened yet. They've loaded all the equipment on. Remember the, the, oh, C4, yeah. Play, yeah. the C4 box. And you go, what do they need C4 for? And right above the C4 is a loaded shotgun. Oh, okay. So... You know, so she gives him the shotgun. She says, don't, you know, you, you two don't leave each other. And she's, I think she wants to find Munder, right? Isn't that Probably, yeah. So she goes off and, uh, you know, Ferryman wants to leave and Dodge won't let him. And Ferryman wants to leave and Dodge won't let him. And then he shoots him. Right. And uh, you think, okay. That's kind of what happened after we saw it, too. Nobody said anything. And so then, you know, so then we cut to uh, to Apps. Does she see Chumunder? No. No, no. She She's like No, no, she sees the blood, though, right? Yeah, she, she sees, sees the, blood. the blood. Yeah, yeah. Now, how, now, 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 Rob, is that factually correct? Well, the blood probably could. Okay. It would go okay. through the filter. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But okay. the Chum wouldn't. Right, right. So, so Chumunder yeah. is, still, That's right. is still under. And uh-huh. so then, uh, you know, so then we see Dodge come. To uh, to apps and I don't know he says something. I don't but know. yeah, she's rigging up the C four at this point. All oh, right, to blow it, to blow right, it up, to blow right, it up. Right, and Dodge it. is like, hey, why are you doing that? Don't you want to just take the money out of here and yeah. we can live a life together? Yeah. Because Dodge has a fucking crush on her. Yeah, all of a well, sudden. I, uh, <clears throat> well, the ferryman brings that to his attention. though, remember, yes, that little conversation. Yeah, fer- ferryman, like you know, we we find out he's got this extra. Uh, sensory perception on uh, um, Dodge having the hots for uh, apps, and he basically calls him out on it and saying, "Hey, you're a, you know you're a you're a puss, you know <laughs> you you can't even yeah." But isn't but she's she's banging Gabriel Byrne. No, 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 no right? they're like father and daughter. Yes, yes, they explain that. No, they're like father and daughter. Right, so she's banging Gabriel Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> well, there might have been an arrangement. Oh, I don't. I, she oh, didn't. Okay. She she wanted none of what to do with Dodge when he was. She's like, what? You know, like. Well, right. What? No, no, no. I, I I didn't pick up. On, I I know that she gets a third of the the third of the business. Third of the business, and I think they're you know they're hugging in one photo, and Ferryman makes it a point like, hey, is Gabriel Byrne doing her? And um, oh, Greer yeah. is yeah. Greer is like, oh no, they're like father and daughter. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't. Oh, yeah, I, I, you must have missed that part. Yeah, it was yeah. easily missable. I'm real. I'm disappointed we'll because watch, we'll have to watch it again. Yeah, no, 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 please, no, no. But basically, I I had thought because I hadn't seen it in so long, and I had seen it once before. Um, that ferryman and her were going to end up together at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought there was going to be some kind of romantic relationship going on there after she bashed Gabriel Byrne, or he bashed Gabriel Byrne. Well, you're showing that in the beginning. Right, right. Um, before we knew that ferryman was an asshole, I always thought that those two would just, like, have a bang scene, but that never happened. Well, yeah, because they're kind of, you know, he, he's got seasickness in the beginning. Right. And they, there's kind of right. this, like, weird sweetness between them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I guess his cheekbones are a good... Well, in the beginning, he's like the knight in shining armor in a way. Yep. Right. Remember, totally she bangs right. her head, she falls in the pool because she sees Katie. Right, right. 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 He saves right. her. Right. And yeah, they yeah. find the bodies together, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yep. Like the, the Russian crew or whatever. Yeah, they just so Of course, they're Russian because it's in the Bering Strait. Yes, of course. And, <laughs> but see, that's actually one of the things about this movie that makes sense. Right. That, like a Russian crew would find could potentially find a ship in the Bering Strait. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, that yeah. that's actually one of the more 
reasonable things yeah, about yeah, this totally, movie. Totally. You know, so, uh, so back to after... Yeah, so she's wearing the boat, right. ready to rig it up with C4. And so Dodge shows up. You know, and, and now he's like, hey, hey we can, come on, we can, you know, fuck. You're, we, yeah, yeah, your, your, your father figure who you're not mm. having sex with, your father figure who you're not having sex with is dead. Right. Everybody else is dead. We're the last two alive. You know, now we can, but see, but she doesn't, you know, where's Ferryman or whatever. And then she's like, no, no, we got to blow it up and this and that. So I guess she's saying that she's ready to die. Yeah. Right. I guess. She, well, she said, we'll take our chances when he said, no, we'll die too. And he's like, no, we'll, we'll take our chances. Well, I'm assuming the Greer built the raft before. Oh, death. yeah. That, that's <laughs> you hope. So, you hope. so then, then, you know, in the best, clearly the best scene of the movie that even beats the vivisection and everything else. And Chamander. And, and, and Chamunder, we find out that Jack Ferryman is in fact a T one thousand. Yes. <laughs> so, so he morphs from Dodge into his ferryman. Wait, how into did Dodge form. die? Well, they don't tell you. They don't tell you, but we assume maybe with the shotgun. Well, clearly Ferryman killed him. Yeah. Oh. But we don't know. Yeah. Maybe he killed him with the compass. I don't. Know. It's maybe. Yeah. But this is this is where the big ninety minute bullshit reveal comes in. Right. Right. Ugh. Um, when he morphs back into Ferryman, he tells what he is. Right. So he's, you know, and <laughs> so he's a salvager, too. I still yeah. don't get this part. He's a salvager of souls. <laughs> and he's Ooh. earned that by a lifetime of sin. So he had a good time. Right. And because of that, he has to go collect souls. So he's a Grim Reaper junkyard guy, then, basically. That, right. If that helps you, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and so, you know, it's this incredible, you know, dichotomy of, of, of feelings and emotions and everybody's a salvager. Right. You know, they're just salvaging different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've blown Rob's mind. I've absolutely <laughs> blown his mind. I'm trying to sell which what's left of it right now. <laughs> uh, and of course, of course. So he wants to use the Antonio Grazza as a trap. Yep. And he wants to keep collecting souls. Oh. Now, that was the next part for me that confused me because he, he murdered, like, how many people? Do they say hundreds? Several hundred oh, yeah, people. At least. He's murdered several yeah, they hundred. they mentioned the, right. the, 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 the people that were on the boat. Right. He's yeah, murdered everybody. several hundred people, and Katie, of course, is a problem because she's pure. Yes. Because Sinless. She's, because she's 12 years old, and... He can't it, collect her soul. You will leave it at that. So, he, you know, so, so she's a problem because she's <laughs> running around in her little Dorothy outfit, yep. untouched. Yep. And, uh... So he offers to Epps like a trade. He offers her her life for the ship. But so this is this is where I'm getting to. So he's collected these hundreds of people on the ship, but they don't go anywhere. Right. And now he's hoping to lure in like a half a dozen people at a time. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't make any sense I to don't. me. I don't I don't get the numbers. Do the math. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I don't I don't get it at all. It doesn't make any sense to me. I I don't that that confused me. Well, the the logic, <laughs> yeah, well, the logic of that confused me. Yeah, he's a soul scavenger using a boat. I don't understand this part. Well, he he hit the jackpot, I think, by murdering several hundred people at once. Right. Oh, so he was the architect of the whole thing. Yep. He was the hand. Yeah. He was the hand that pulled the vivisection wire. Yeah. 
Yeah. And did he also have a hand in like the mutiny takeover? Did he have a hand? Right. <laughs> well, clearly, because he's you know he's the man in in, in the shadow um, that kills Fran that hooks Francesca. Right. Oh, fish hooks her. Yeah, yeah, fish hooks. Fish hook finger cuff. You know. <laughs> okay. And uh, the uh, <laughs> I, I guess the confusing part is was he always a soul salvager? He must have been right because when he touched Francesca's hand, he put that little mark on her. Right. Uh, so, that's never explained. No, no, but I, I'm assuming that's like his that's mark. That's got to be a mark. His yeah, mark right, of right. death. He's, he's it looked like her. a fish hook. Right. So he's, well. <laughs> it did. I, I clearly well, remember it, look, it looking like a fish no, hook. No, you're right. Well, maybe maybe it's it's marked by how you die. Yeah, uh, that's possible. I mean, maybe so those hundreds of people that got sliced in half. And, and by the way, that was also really great with, like, People like crawling around just halfway. Oh, I liked it when that she was, was trying to reach for her own. Yeah, she yeah, was trying yeah. to reach her lower and the section. The guy was crawling. She was trying to put beautiful. her guts back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. I mean, I, to be fair, they didn't do that as good in Saving Private Ryan. No. You know, like the one guy no, on the beach, totally he's don't. trying to put his oh, guts yeah, back in. Yeah, no, 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 no. That was done better in Ghost Ship. Right. That really was. No, yeah. That really was. That whole, like I said, that whole opening sequence made the movie okay. But. They stuck it into the first three or four minutes, and well, that was your hook. That was the hook. Yeah, that was you. Yeah, you yeah, see yeah, this yeah, scene, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, this is gonna be a really great movie." And then you sit through the whole thing, and you're like, "Wow, I don't get that back." Wow, <laughs> right. Right. I, I just yeah. lost an hour and a half. And, and and that's at the end of it, you're left with more questions. So, uh, anyway, the ferryman struggle with Epps comes to a head. Because she did manage to rig up the um, the, the Antonio Grazzo with the explosives, the C4, yep. right. right? And conveniently, there's a spear gun next to her right. when Harpoon. Ferryman's trying to like drown her with his foot right. underneath the water, right. and she right. manages to hit the detonator. She makes an incredible shot. Yes, <laughs> at least amazing. a couple. Of she makes 20, an, 30 yards well, with a spear gun. Dead eye, dicked it. Well, right well she into stabs it. him. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She and gets him. He's able to feel pain. Right. He gets off of her, and she makes like a Golgol 13 type sniper shot oh, yeah. with yeah. a spear gun. <laughs> and with a spear gun. With a spear gun, and she hits the detonator button. On, dead on. Yeah, dead, dead on, and it blows up. And he's blown to pieces. Right, but she's unscathed. Well, she jumped, well because she got underwater. Oh, did she get underwater? Yeah, she okay. jumps, right, she dives yeah. underwater. Pay attention. Yeah. And she, <laughs> you know, so she, you know, and then, then you know, we see, like, the reverse Titanic. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, that that was so you know, we, horrible. You know, we see the reverse Titanic. I was waiting for Celine for Dion. For Celine Dion. Right, right. And, and Katie's, um, like, dancing in the water. And yeah, you know. <laughs> smiling at her. Fading away, and so they're all kind of going up into like the aurora borealis or whatever <laughs> into the heavens, you know. And I mean, this sequence takes longer than any average person can hold their breath yeah, underwater. And I'll grant true. her that she probably has better breath control. breath control than most people between all the blowjobs and you know, and being on a ship and having to go down that much to well. To weld, no, no, wait a minute. That, see what did that? I did. Yeah, yeah, to I did. weld, you know, all these, you know, plates and stuff right, like that. But right. I mean, this it's sequence takes like ten minutes, mm -hmm. and she's just fine. Not you know, protecting. Maybe, maybe Dorothy's protecting her. Nine maybe. Too long. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know. she was trying to like Dorothy was leading her out. Right. And, oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah she, she was beckoning her and got her to the safe spot to right. where she could float to back to the surface. But still. 
I'm saying she's still got to float like 50 feet up to the yeah, surface. Right. Yeah, she, she would have definitely run out of breath. Well, she's getting the bends at least, right? Oh, she's yeah. The bends. At least. I mean, maybe the ghosts are protecting her in a bubble. Maybe. In a ghostly bubble. In a, a ghost bubble. bubble. A ghost bubble. I mean, they do kind of vanish into this little pixie light that's kind that's of... That's what I mean. It's like the northern lights. Yeah, the northern the lights. The Bering Strait. I don't know. Whatever. So, and, um, anyway, she's floating on top of a chest that I assume to be gold. Right, which is you no, the know, chest. The chest were wooden. Oh, was it a wooden chest? Yeah. So I think she was. Same. I think she was hanging onto like a suitcase of some type. Which was clearly, trunk. which was clearly buoyant. <laughs> more and than took on no water. More right. than her ass. Right. 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 Yeah. Well, yeah. that's true too. I mean, yeah, that that would you know right up to the surface. Nice ass. And so uh, you know, so then <laughs> she gets rescued by she gets rescued by the ship, and Rob won the oh, Rob yeah. Rob won the movie when he goes, oh what coast ship too? And <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only that. And so true. you know, so that well, I believe there was a ghost ship too. Actually. Oh no! But so then well, it sets up for a sequel. Well, what happens to dives? So then, so she <laughs> dodges the new captain. So then. You know, she, so then, so she's <laughs> saved, and she's in an ambulance, and she's oh. just kind of left there. Now, see again, there was a mirror, like or like at least a reflection. And I keep waiting for the the reflection thing. Yeah, to right, right. Apart, and and, and yeah, it doesn't. No. But then, as she's like, you know, she's breathing through the oxygen or this and that. They're carrying the the trunks of, of which gold. we assume the gold. Yeah, the gold. And, and they're carrying the Toblerone bars <laughs> onto the new ship. And she's like, no. Nah. Well, then, no, she doesn't say that until after she sees. Uh, right. Jack Ferryman. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, he's back. And, you know, you know, back Jack's under, back. Back, back under Mudvayne, oh, you know, he God. like Ugh. slow motion turn. And, you know, and that's a really good song, too. <laughs> yeah, it's you unfortunate. That, it that's a really good Mac. song. Yeah. It's got a really great music video. It's good to album. It. Yeah. But no, completely out of place. No, I mean, no reason for that. No reason. No, no re- nonsense. Yeah, and exactly. So, utter nonsense. You know, utter nonsense. And so he kind of turns and he, you know, and they, they slow that down to give the movie another Doesn't minute, smile. Another like, minute of, right, right. right. Doesn't just, smile yeah. because that would be like the hokey way to end it. Just has this really bad scowl on his face. Yeah. And it cuts back to Juliana Epps Margulies and we <laughs> see we see her just scream No Thank you. Yeah. And that's And then the doors but but the doors the doors slam closed credits roll. And uh Mudvane plays. Mudvane more Mudvane. Through the whole credits. And we're left with why well, who closed the doors? I don't even know. I want to know who closed the doors. Me too. I mean, I think that's a, answered in Ghost Ship well, too. Well, he's <laughs> well, he's he's made it clear that he has like telekinesis powers. I mean, he can move. You know, oh right, you know pipes right. and, and he can kill compasses, open up propane valves, valves. Right. So, well, now okay. what was was the ferryman doing most of the work, or were the ghosts doing it? I think it was Ferryman. I, I think he was the evil force behind all of it because all, all of those souls that were released at the end, they seemed like they were good, right? Because right? you would you would I, imagine I, that they'd be like sinking with Ferryman. So you're, or you're basing that that they went up. Well, I'm assuming. <laughs> okay. I, <don't>, I, <laughs> I think you might be right though. Right. I, I, yeah. I think I can agree on that. I, I think the Ferryman was your big was your big. Uh, your big bad guy. I think he was doing most of the work. Yeah, yeah. The propane tank. And, and I mean, like, there's the whole Murphy. idea of that ferryman thing. 
mm-hmm. they're like not trying to mask that at all, right? It's like uh, like Karen, the uh, the ferryman for the River Styx. Yeah, is, is it a the legend? Right, like that's yeah, that's what I'm trying to get. I'm like, okay, is that the kind of is that what that is? is? That the link? Well, I mean, oh, his, like, well, his name is Ferryman. I mean, you can't get any more obvious. I, I, I didn't. I but didn't, he's a salvager of souls. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that at all. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just realizing it now. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, I just, I think it's so it would obvious. Make sense. It just all right. Makes sense. I mean, you know, check ferryman. Because he keeps talking about, oh, management's gonna be upset if we don't get this. You know, right. So souls. I'm uh, like, who's management? You know, who's management? Is okay. it, is it the Does devil? It, is it yeah, Satan? Or right. you know, what, what's going on here? Right. So the assumption is that the ferryman is literally the ferryman for, for the river sticks. Yeah, ferrying yeah. people to and fro. That's terrible. But 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 then but 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 that's the it's, point because he's keeping these souls on the ship for forty years. So we're but getting we're, as we're getting as many as we can get, and then coming back to the office and saying, "Hey, look, the haul I got." But that's what I'm saying. They haven't gone anywhere. Oh, well, he's not ferrying them. Right, moving on. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I mean, okay. I, I, we've given more more than enough plot synopsis on this movie yeah. than we probably yeah. should have. No, I, yeah, I don't well, now nobody has to watch it. That's right. That's, that's right. That's it, kinda, that's I, hope, I hope our review has dissuaded you from doing any foolish idea like that, actually pulling this up. And that's what we're... It. If, if yeah. we can do one thing, it's Just, to never have anyone else... No, people are going to watch this, this now because they've again. heard this. <laughs> right. I, uh, you can watch it on Amazon yep. right now. Okay. Oh, for two ninety nine <laughs> in standard <laughs> yeah, definition. Okay. You might want to try to find a used DVD. That might be cheaper. In standard definition in for two ninety nine. <laughs> people who like this movie, according to IMDb, also liked... 13 Ghosts, oh. of course, spelled T-H-I-R-1-3-E-N, <laughs> uh, The House of Wax remakes, oh, these, of course, are all Jeepers Creepers, The Skeleton Key, the remake of House on Haunted Hill, and, of course, Holly Berry's amazing feature, Gothica. Um, those are some other, you know, fun ones to, uh, to watch. Oh. Interesting trivia. Oh, no. This was originally conceived as a relatively bloodless psychological horror movie mm. about four crew members who turn against one another after being stranded in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean aboard the remains of a cruise ship called the Chimera. And that was actually the original oh. script name that got optioned, and then, of course, things got changed over four or five or six years. Because why well, not? So below, basically. Yeah. And so in the 2014 <laughs> drama actress roundtable discussion, Julianne Margulies said the original script is why she signed on to star. And once she got off the plane in Australia and was handed a totally different script, she was heartbroken. So that's very interesting because that was one thing that we said is that you know there, there there's some kernel of something here. Yeah, totally. And wouldn't it have been more interesting? I would have watched that movie. Oh uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I would have watched that. You know, and and so, I mean, that's so what you know, who's who's to blame for it? Is it is it the director? Um, is it the the production company that said, "Hey, we got to throw some ghosts in here and take it into a different direction to make it more enticing"? Because ghosts right? sell. I, what was happening around two thousand and two? Was there like a mad influx of ghost movies? When did Sixth Sense come out? Sixth Sense was what ninety nine. Was it ninety nine? Something like that. Okay. Yeah. 
Because I, I'm, I, think, I just don't understand why you would take it naturally think, to the ghost. I think 13 Ghosts was around that time. It was 13 ghosts ghosts that was 99. Like I said, okay. it said Gothica, that's 2003. Okay. House of Wax, 2005. All, right. All of this nonsense really starts. Once you get past like Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer, which you can love them, you can hate them. They at least were making fun of something, so you can kind of get it. Mm-hmm. Once you get past those, the Blair Witch Project ruins everything. <laughs> I mean, that that's... That yeah. was the downward trend. That's really where yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I mean this is a completely different kind of movie because you have to at oh, least, no doubt. you know, that movie was shot for what 70 grand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? So, right. you know, this movie This had a budget. Yeah, 20 million dollar budget. <laughs> oh my god. You see now that's disgusting. And it made it made money. It made did money. It? it made some money here and it did well overseas. It did better overseas. Yeah, of course. So Desmond Harrington's character Jack Ferryman is a play on Charon of Greek lore. Okay. The ferryman who yep. takes you down the river Styx. So, yeah, you know, we we needed IMDb to of figure course. that out clearly. Of um Dustin got it. Well, yeah, yeah. it just seemed like yeah, the soul collector um yeah, there you go. The yeah. Greek mythological. Gabriel spirit. Byrne replaced Bar- Brian Cox. Hey, who, thank God. Who probably looked at Brian Cox probably said, "Yep. Uh, nope. <laughs> I'm I'm disappointed in Gabriel Byrne. I mean, he must yeah. I mean, I, I get it. You need a paycheck. It is what it is, but uh, I think Brian Cox would have been great that voice. Also, the painting at the end of the Grand Hall is inspired by Michelangelo's depiction of Charon in the Last Judgment fresco. Okay. Although it shows Poseidon instead of Charon, the position and painting arrangements are the same. I was wondering what that painting was when yeah. I was looking at it. I was like, who the fuck is that? But yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Well, we're just trying to give more credence to uh, a BS plot. Well, the ghost. You know. So the ghost captain tells Gabriel Byrne that the that the Antonio Grazza rescued a ship called the Lorelei. Mm-hmm. Rescuing the ship is what eventually led to the, the destruction of the Antonio Grazza. So that must have been the ferryman's his last, boat or whatever. His last. Well, Die Lorelei is a German poem about a siren-type woman who oh, lures yeah. boats to ruin and sailors to their death. So kind of like a mermaid, uh, okay. but it's a dude. It's uh, a bad dude. Man-made. Yeah. I, Merman? Merman? They covered that one time. Do you remember that on Family Guy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't help but think that the original script, if all of them signed on for that, must have been infinitely better and must have had more suspense and just a better plot line. I'd, than I'd be this. curious to read it. I'd be curious yeah, to read me a copy too. of that because you know the... Well that definitely sounds like a better movie, but is that is that the proof of, of Hollywood interfering? Yeah, somebody gets a bug about something and they want something else and they, they didn't... I mean, that, you know, the early 2000s are really when this crazy, bloody teen horror stuff and just yeah. kind of churning them out. I mean, that's when it really started. Mm-hmm. You know, it was before Saw, yep. but it was, you know, like I said, Scream and then the Blair Witch Project right, and all that right. kind of thing. So, and they were doing all these remakes too. They did 13 Ghosts remake. They yeah. did the house, you know, the haunting. Yep. With Liam Neeson. The oh, giant, yeah, yeah, the giant yeah. green hand. Yes. Takes him. Uh, um, you know, so they were doing all these remakes, and then someone decided that a psychological horror movie should be turned into utter nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. So, it it, it would have worked so much better as just like a psychological thriller film without the ghosts. Yeah. And Jack Ferryman just wanting the gold for himself or whatever. Right. Uh, I, I just think that it was completely misdirected with this whole 
ghost nonsense and Katie, you know, like being the um yeah yeah the link well Dorothy leading Dorothy leading leading Epps, yeah. leading Epps right, to Dorothy safety. leading Toto out of the right. fucking woods all right that's I'm I'm done I'm done talking about uh, this nonsense <laughs> I uh yeah I think I, I I don't think I would ever watch this again no no I don't think I can uh, yeah. I, no. I, don't, I don't think even on a second viewing or a third viewing in my case, and I don't know how many viewings in your case, Aaron, but I don't think Rob would want to see it again. But I don't think I would get anything more no. out of a second viewing that I didn't get through the first time. See evil. <laughs> I don't think you can. No, no. And, you, you know. Uh, I mean, I, I, love a, I love a bad movie. I absolutely adore a bad movie. And I'll watch, I'll watch a bad movie if it has, like, interesting, you know, an interesting part to it or just... I I can watch a bad movie for cheese because cheese is good. Yeah, but there's nothing in here. No, this... I I have a hard time finding a redeeming value in this in any way. I mean, the beginning scene is great, and there's something of a plot. There's something that's almost interesting, but it fails in so many different areas, and there's so many inconsistencies. And like yep. you said, Arian, Aaron earlier with the uh, Arian. <laughs> Sorry. Not, not you said earlier far. with the with the with the ghost <laughs> rules, the the movie doesn't even hold to its own yeah its own rule structure. It it changes so many times, and I trying to lie. I I was confused. There's a lot of it I don't understand, yeah, and it doesn't even watching it a second time. I don't think I'll get it. There's no re- well. I mean, we could just pop it right back in. No, no, hopefully no. We're good. All right. Well, then with that, we're done. <laughs> Thanks for uh, listening. Catch us next time. We'll, we'll do some kind of social media soon, and you can follow us and like us and spew your hate at us about why you like Ghost Ship. And, <laughs> so, but that's and we'll spew you our think hate right happen? back. You think someone will actually like, tell us that, you know, oh, yeah. what, uh, that was a great uh, movie. Oh, yeah, it'll happen. Uh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's going to be, be cool. the best that, part about this. That'll be thing. good. Yeah, I'll All be, right. that'll be good. All right, that's it. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Thank you. See you evil. Talk to you later.